Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Tea with Louise. And today we're going to be talking about um, authoring books, uh, publishing books, how to get published, uh, different options. And I'm sure we'll talk about um, astrology along the way as well. <laughs> so um, and I have with me today Desiree Antilla. And we met on Instagram. Desiree messaged me and asked me if I would be willing to endorse her new book that's coming out in a few months. And, um, and I, I said yes. I get so many messages. Since writing three books, I get lots of requests to endorse and I just don't have time to read them all. But um, something about um, Desiree's message uh, made me go, oh, yes, I think I like the sound of this one. So I said, yeah, if you endorse my latest one, I'll endorse yours. <laughs> so um, my endorsement's going to be on the front cover of, of Desiree's book when it finally comes out because I really enjoyed it. And it's not a kind of a book I would normally go and read because it's more of a beginner book and kind of, you know, move beyond those things these days a little bit. But um, but they're very much needed, I think. So we're going to talk about Desiree's book, how she came to write it, how she got published. And well, we're just going to have tea together as well. So yeah. cheers to the tea. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so welcome. Welcome, Desiree. Nice to have you here. Thank you for having me. Um, such an honor. I'm so excited to talk about oh. this. This will be a really oh. fun conversation. Yeah. Lots to talk about. Oh, um, there is. Yeah. 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 And I, I'm so excited to have you on the cover of my book. And I will be very honest, even though I was quite biased towards your uh, review, I was so overwhelmed by the nice reviews that I got. So I left it up to my publisher. I promised you. Uh -huh. And they were like, you know what, Louise, this is the best. This is the one we need to use. And I oh. said, yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I'm very yeah. glad they did. Yeah. yeah. It's my so we'll name. name that, notice. We'll always have that connection. You'll always be, you know, on the cover yeah. of, of my baby. It really is my baby. <laughs> Do you get I attached could... to your books like that? Yes. Very attached. Oh, yes. And um, I have to warn you when reviews start coming in, just laugh at the bad ones because you will get the bad ones. <laughs> the first time I got a bad review, I was heartbroken and my publishers were just like... Oh, of course you were. My publishers were just like, everybody gets bad reviews. Just laugh it off. And, um, and no review is a bad review it still gets your book better, higher in the algorithms. And I was like, okay, I'll take that. <laughs> well, I'll have to message you when the first bad one comes in and mm -hmm. you'll have to just remind me of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, because I'm like, like four years in now since the first yeah. one. Can't believe I've written three in that time. But anyway, so let's get to know um, Desiree a little bit first before we do it. So Desiree is, um, we've talked a little bit online and we chatted a little bit before we recorded this. Um, Desiree is mainly a self-taught astrologer, um, which I was until I decided to be a professional astrologer and then my own uh, courage um, <laughs> made me decide that I needed to have a teacher before I could put charge for readings but really it didn't teach me anything I hadn't learned already so 
Um, <laughs> I'm not saying education in astrology is a bad thing. And, and we've talked a bit beforehand, you, you are taking a workshop with one of the most amazing astrologers in the world. So, you know, a lot of my learning since has been with individual workshops rather than just taking an astrology course. So, so you are initially self-taught, but I think you're still learning, right? So. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I think as an astrologer, you're always learning um, and there's always, you know, the community is incredible and there are so many phenomenal astrologers out there that have written books or write books um, mm -hmm. that teach. And so, um, you know, we were, we were kind of talking about this. I really, you know, and I, I go through ebbs and flows with when I want to learn and when I want to, you know, write more and things like that. Mm -hmm. But in my ninth house perfection year, I really um, dove in really heavy again. And I feel like I go through phases, but, um, you know, and we were just talking about this, but I just recently started getting really fascinated about Hellenistic astrology. Mm -hmm. um, there are just so many different avenues in astrology, <laughs> like tarot, connecting tarot to astrology, connecting numerology to astrology. Um, mm -hmm. There are um, astrologers that specifically do readings about um, location as far as like moving, like where you yeah. should move. And I mean, there's just all of these. I, I feel like you could learn something new every day in, in so many, in the various avenues of astrology. I I always say I, I learn something new every day, every day, yeah. you know, like this morning, um, somebody messaged me and, and just um, asked me a question about something I've talked about, but she called it a different name. And I'd never heard it called that before. I was like, Oh, that's a new name for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, there's just, it's, it's like one giant rabbit hole, but, um, but all of the astrology works and, and it's kind of funny, Desiree and I, you know, we both use different house systems and things, but we both agree that every, that all the approaches have validity and they all work in their own way. So, but let's talk about your history of getting into it. I know you've got that book ready, your first book, and, and maybe I'll talk a little bit about my first book as well if I can yeah. remember the name of it, while you tell everybody about your first book. <laughs> yeah, so um, I have been uh, fascinated or, you know, interested in astrology from a young age, say around like 11 or 12, um, and just, I really have been learning through reading, you know, just reading books, mm -hmm. and um, I think my very uh, the very first thing that, or, or maybe still the main thing that I'm most interested in and with astrology, and this is a, my niche, is, mm -hmm. uh, is, is relationships and synastry and how people and, and, you know, and that have different signs um, and uh, also to the variations between their charts, how they connect with each other. Um, you know, I because I find it incredibly fascinating how people end up attracted to certain energy or certain signs. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, yeah, so that was kind of the avenue that I, I've always been most interested in. Um, and then everything have, has kind of fallen uh, or followed, you know, after that. Um, but I would have to say though, that, that just, you know, just the, the, the general 
um, compatibility between signs is, is always what has fascinated me. Um, so I started writing about it about a decade ago. Um, you know, my friends all knew that I was into astrology. So they would always ask me, uh, what am I like with this person? Or, mm-hmm. um, I just started dating, you know, this sign. What do you think? How do you think that's going to work out? Or what should I be, you know, looking for? And obviously, you know, the first thing we always find out is the sun sign, because it's the easiest mm-hmm. thing to find out. Um, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of usually all we have to go off of. Yeah. Um, and then we can obviously dig in deeper as you, you get a birth time, um, <laughs> and a date. Uh, but I think that, um, it, you know, it can give us some pretty good general idea, you know, just even just the sun signs and I'm saying general, it's like reading, it's like t- looking at it, the cover of a book and, and guessing how the, the book will be right. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, whether you're going to like a book usually by reading the cover, but sometimes you can be surprised. And that's why oh, yes. thing I always tell people when they first start dating someone is, you know, don't just go by the sun sign and you also shouldn't pull a chart until you get to know someone a little bit better anyway. Oh, I so agree. Because yeah, you can make I some know. general accusations that are not correct. <laughs> so. Oh, I so agree. You know, I didn't pull my husband's chart for a long time because his, his mother his mother can't even remember the time he was born anyway. So I was like, <laughs> well, it's not going to be completely accurate. So, right. um, and I think I've figured it out now. We've been married 25 years about what time he was born. I've kind of rectified it. But I've never, I, I didn't. I, I what I dislike is these kind of sun sign groups and things on Facebook where people will just dismiss all of a sign because um you know somebody's told them that their sign doesn't match with a sun sign because and that's one thing I did really enjoy about your book and I put in the yeah. in the endorsement that you, know, you encourage people to look deeper so your yeah. first book your first book was Linda Goodman's sun sign just hold it up and show everybody how <laughs> used it is I have that copy oh, somewhere too. Yes, different so cover this, yep yes. this is my yeah I'm sure it probably has a few so she I mean <laughs> that one looks so more cool. like mine that looks the so other one. Oh, yeah. the other one so this is her sun signs like the back cover is actually yeah <laughs> because I've used it so much <laughs> um but this is her I think maybe this is even her first book um and it is so fragile I like sometimes don't even use this because I'm scared it's going to fall apart but um, I have like so many notes and highlighted things in here so this is her sun signs book this um you know just to be transparent does have gender in here it does have so there's Mm -hmm. in in this book was written back I believe in the 60s if I'm not mistaken um but the information in there is still pretty wonderful she was just an absolutely amazing astrologer it's it's an amazing book and and, uh, you know it is it is a little bit dated yes in terms of you know being very gender defined and and very much talking about so-called traditional partners but um and and it definitely did need an update but that's not to take away from the information in it whatsoever uh Desiree Desiree and I have a similar kind of approach to that you know my book second book particularly was really focused on removing some of these gender definitions in in astrology and 
um, I really wanted to do that book because um, I've had many astrologers kind of look at my chart and go, oh, you've got a very masculine chart. And I identify as female, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, I, you know, I don't want to be told I'm like a man, particularly if I'm not a man, you know. Right. So I think we, ha- we as astrologers, as professional astrologers, have to be careful how we talk to people about that. So yeah. it's not just it's not just men and women. There's non-binary. There's all the people in between. How um, mm-hmm. you know, LGBTQ. You know, we can uh, we can use language that's more inclusive. And and yeah, your book kind of doesn't doesn't use those binary um, terms. Right. Yeah. Right. Which yeah, go on. Which is how we're what we're moving towards. And to be yeah. quite frank, I mean, when you're reading energy, anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, you're not reading tangible. It, it, you're reading like a like almost like a you're reading energy or an aura, which a, is not a, gendered. So as a soul, if you like, you can't you can't look at a chart and decide what, and know what gender it is. It could be it could be an event. It could be. It could be. <laughs> right. it, it could be a dog's birth or a cat's birth or, a, you know, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. um, so a lot of the older textbooks just came from their time and, and the language definitely needs updating. But I have to tell you, um, I was really um, just totally um, taken in by Desiree's book when I read my, my sun sign with my uh, sorry my moon sign with my husband's moon sign I was like I laughed out loud because it was the best description of um an Aries moon with a Gemini moon I've ever oh read. yeah yeah my my <laughs> husband also has an Aries moon so you and I oh. could probably just talk about that for an hour <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah if you know you know right <laughs> yeah yeah I mean like like every sign there's always um oh, challenges positives. but then there's but then there's always these wonderful positives I mean oh, we, got married, we got engaged really really fast um that's okay. very Aries moon <laughs> we um, we moved, we bought a house together very fast we moved in together then then bought a house really fast yeah it was all yeah <laughs> yeah Mm-hmm. when an Aries yeah. moon knows what they want they know what they want oh they certainly do and I <laughs> know clearly clearly it's worked I've been with him I've been married 25 years now so <laughs> it works but it just made me howl I was like oh if only Good. I'd read that as kind of a bit of a warning in the <laughs> about <laughs> about some of the less <laughs> the less pleasant side of it <laughs> yeah um what the one that makes me laugh actually and I'm even I even wrote it is my husband and, and I's rising sign so you can really mm-hmm. use my book um uh for to look at all of the synastry between you and your mm-hmm. partner um but yeah the rising sign one for me even after I wrote it and I read it and I was like this is funny because it's true yeah yeah so yeah yeah, uh, it was true for our rising signs, or at least for what I think is his rising sign. I can't even remember what time of day he is. <laughs> I'm like, really? That's so funny. <laughs> I would never that very, forget that. I, I find that so strange. And and in the UK, their birth signs are not written on the birth certificates. So. Oh, 
we broke up a little bit there for you there. Then so yeah, the UK it's memories that go by. So <laughs> I, I uh, so I had to uh, I've had my own chart rectified. I um I'm not an expert on rectification, but I thought I was two degrees Capricorn rising for a lot of oh, my life, okay. and I'm 28 degrees Sagittarius rising. Interesting. And that is a niche as well. And there are people that can do that, mm -hmm. yeah. um, which is so fascinating. I don't know mm -hmm. really much about it. I just know that it exists. And I think that is yeah. really, really neat. It, it really is. And I'm not an expert on it. But I have to tell you, I had tried to rectify my own myself. And mm -hmm. she agreed. And the, this expert agreed. She said, you got it right. I was like, oh. <gasps> <laughs> So there you go. But I wouldn't advertise myself as an astrologer that rectifies charts. I would refer out because I think we all have our strengths. Now, Desiree's business is called Simply Sun Signs because, and she does talk about yeah. in her book how, uh, you know, the sun sign is our core self. And you can tell just so much just from knowing the sun sign. Then, you, you know, we move on to the big three. Uh, um, and the, which is the sun sign, the moon sign, and the rising sign. But you can use Desiree's book to, to look at your Venus signs, you know, your Mars signs. I would probably stick to the personal planets, really. Would you yeah. agree? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, and not all the time, and I don't mean to generalize, but usually you and your partner, depending on the age difference, mm -hmm. will have a lot of the same outer planets because yeah. they move slower. Um, yeah. And so typically, but not always, you'll usually have the same Pluto, Neptune, Uranus, Saturn yeah. usually remains in the same sign for three-ish years, sometimes two and a half years, depending on the mm. year. So yeah, I mean, really, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that those planets are not important in compatibility or synastry, because yeah. I think the way Pluto um, connects to charts can be very karmic. So but when you're mm -hmm. reading my book, so to say, it's probably going to feel more relatable when you just use personal planets like yeah. you Yeah, yeah. Um, you, now my husband's 11 years younger than me, so. Oh, you froze. Are you okay? Are you there? <laughs> She'll be back in a second. Oh, oh she's that, back. I'm yeah, she's here. back. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's back. all right. Okay. Sorry about that. Oh, well, we'll, no, it's fine. We just roll with it. My husband's 11 years younger, so, but we are both Pluto and Virgo, not me early and later, but uh, uh, we have every other planet in, in different signs. So, yeah. <laughs> Apart from Venus, we're both Venus and Scorpio, which is interesting. Oh, that's <laughs> very interesting. Yeah. Um, that is probably very connected. I mean, I, I think I love conjunctions. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we always talk about trines when when um, you want to say like, oh, that's the good stuff. But, but mm. you know, I I I, tr I try to explain in my book that it's not. Yes, trines are always lovely to have, and they make things easy. But sometimes when things are too easy, um, they get a little sleepy, yeah. or um, they get lazy. I guess is maybe one mm -hmm. thing to say. So. Um, I have found, you know, even more so I would like to say in, in, in my generation and, and even I think in, in Gen Z is that we're really looking for more 
of a partner to challenge us and help us grow. Mm -hmm. And if you mm -hmm. need that friction, you're looking for more opposition, conjunction, square, and those things are good to have in a chart mm -hmm. because in a in a synastry because it helps you you grow and learn from one each other and push one another. So yeah, I yeah, and I and I try to put that in my book a lot that you know. Just because you're with someone who is a square sun as you does not mean that you cannot have a wonderful relationship. I, oh, I totally agree. I completely agree. You know, I think I actually love squares, but I have the, I have a lot of squares and oppositions in my own chart. So. <laughs> I think. Well, so you probably can relate to that energy. And I have a lot of conjunction yeah. in my chart and I'm married to someone who is very conjunct my chart. So wow. I feel yeah. like, you know, you, you're 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 uh, comfortable with you know different different people are comfortable with different energy so yeah, yeah. so uh, let's move on to actual publishing so I've talked yeah. a little bit I've talked a little bit on podcasts before about my own experience um my own publisher which is Callisto Press um oh we keep I don't know what's going on with the no my airpods are charged up um I think I don't know is it your end or is it my end I can hear you just fine okay there's a little bit of static it's fine we'll work with it then my my publisher Callisto Press found me from my um I write a lot online on Facebook and Instagram and um on medium.com and I got an email one day from this publisher saying would you like to write a book and I almost uh, bit their head off because <laughs> I don't know where I've had a lot of emails in the past saying, would you like to write a chapter in a book where, and that means paying to write a chapter in a book. <laughs> and I was like, so I, I'm, I'm a bit sharp because I've got Mars in Sagittarius. I emailed straight back, emailed straight back saying, please tell me this isn't one of those scams where you want me to pay to write a, a chapter. And they were like, oh no, 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 we pay our authors. <laughs> Anyway. So, <laughs> so for my I know it was funny they didn't mind at all but um for the, for the first for the first book I had to kind of audition and send in a sample of writing to their outline and I had to I had to sign um, um a non-disclosure agreement because all their books are written to algorithms that um search words are being used for on Amazon which is a very innovative approach oh. for a publisher and I had to, I had to like the outlines before I said yes to write them. My second two books, they just kind of said, would you like to write another one? I didn't have to audition, so because they liked my writing. But your experience was more the traditional route, okay? Um, I think so. so. Desiree wrote the book first. And did you send, yeah, I know you, it's being published by Llewellyn, which is a really yes. top publisher. So congratulations on that. I know how hard it is to get manuscripts seen by a publisher, you know, or accepted. Did you send it to more than one publisher or? Yeah, great question. So, um, you know, I, and I even want to back up a little bit before I sent to mm -hmm. Llewellyn, I, I, was, I was kind of telling you, um, I did talk to a few other um, writers that were published um, in our uh, field. And one of them that I spoke with had told me that the best way to go about getting your book published is to use a literary agent. 
And mm. what a li literary agent does is they, you know, they take your manuscript um, and they have relationships with lots of publishers. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, it's kind of, that's their job is to, you know, find authors and, you know, get them to, to different publishers. Um, and why using a literary agent can work very well, especially if you're new, um, is because not all publishers accept manuscripts just you know so some are completely closed and will only work with literary agents especially like the big guys um mm -hmm. and then some of them will open up their uh or open up to you know um accepting manuscripts and then they'll close them for a while some leave them open all the time so every publisher does things a little differently um, mm -hmm. So that's why I thought that, you know, using a literary agent would be my, my best way in, but nobody picked me up. So right. that was, you know, it just, the timing wasn't right. Um, mm -hmm. And then I had a girl, I had a friend, another fellow astrologer who kept pushing me and saying, Desiree, come on, you, you got to get your book published. It's going to get published. I know it is. And so she actually sent me a list of, uh, you know, um, publishers that uh, frequently publish books such as ours, astrology books. Um, and so she said, why don't you start here? And then another way to get published is look for a publisher who doesn't have anything in their portfolio that such mm -hmm. as astrology, because as a publisher, they want to diversify typically what types of books they have so that they get oh. all sorts of different readers. Right. So if you see so obviously, like, I would never probably want to send in a manuscript to your publisher because they already have you, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And so what's smart is to actually... And, and, and they, they actually don't accept manuscripts anyway. Oh, know? and there you go. At all, at all. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, so, yeah. Yeah, so for me, I would never, right. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, for me, what happened was, is I, uh, I started out with, sending in to Llewellyn and, and obviously Llewellyn, all that they publish are um, astrology, uh, you know, more new age self-help, uh, a lot of books about Wicca um, and they have their own books that they write. They have a, a wonderful calendar um, transit mm. book that they write themselves. They pay a, an author to write them. So I was like, and, and then I, I uh, saw that they were also about 30 minutes down the street from me, their headquarters. And I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty awesome. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're headquartered just down the road from me. And I was like, I think I'm going to try um, to definitely oh. submit to them. Um, and then I submitted to two other people. Um, I picked a really nice day. I did it last year on the full moon in Libra because my book is about relationships and um mm the chart just seemed right. So I did submit, um, and, and again, when you're submitting to a publisher, check out their publishing page or their manuscript page because they'll have an outline of what they're looking for. So usually mm -hmm. they want it in a certain you know, font and a certain yeah. um, size. And so definitely read all of those things. They like a cover letter, um, they like to see your website if you have one. Um, so, mm. and, and I would, you know, if you're really, fat, really interested in getting published, just follow all of their guidelines and then submit. Um, 
I would wait about a month. And if you don't hear anything back, just shoot an email and with a follow-up, but mm -hmm. they get a lot of submissions. So it takes them mm -hmm. a lot of time to kind of go through everything. Um, some people will not respond to you and some people, you know, will, and they'll give you the reason why they're not going to pick up your book. Um, but the moral of the story is keep trying because yeah. it sometimes it, it takes some time and it, sometimes it is a timing game truly. Um, so yeah, so I did submit without a literary agent directly to Llewellyn. And then a month later I heard back and then a month after that, I signed a contract. So it went pretty fast. But, but they wanted you to write the book you didn't submit, right? Yes, that's true. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> so I submitted a totally different book. Um, I didn't submit the whole thing. I think I submitted about three or four chapters um, and the introduction. And my, uh, my publisher wrote me back and she said, well, let me back up. When I submitted, I said, if this isn't what you're looking for, I also have a book about relationships and synastry. So she wrote me back and she said, I want, I want you to do the relationships and synastry one. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's going to be a lot more work, but okay, that's mm -hmm. fine. So um, she liked my writing and she read it and she said, yeah, your writing is great. Um, mm -hmm. Let's do the relationships and synastry one. And we kind of briefly put an outline together and then I submitted three chapters for the the book about relationships and then um and then they sent me a contract so so yeah so sometimes you know your your publisher if they like your writing they'll be like oh that was nice but can you do this instead yeah yeah <laughs> so, yeah so yeah. know that if know that if, if you're going to work with a publisher there's there's all kinds of ways it can go you know and also the time know that you know, everything takes time, not only having the patience and the keeping trying and knowing you might get rejected and all that kind of stuff. But um, the actual publication process takes so long. So long. <laughs> so I signed, right, I signed my, actually, I, funny enough, I have it right in front of me here. Um, let's see when this is dated for. So this was my this is my contract that I got. And you can see here, the date is May 13th, 2021. And yeah. it is, mm -hmm. you know, so that was a year ago and my book will not be published until November. So uh -huh. from the time of the contract, um, you know, and even a year further, because really- A I year and a half it, almost. Almost, yeah. yeah. So it really yeah. is like having a baby. I mean, I have mm -hmm. a ba real baby, so it's not quite as extreme, but- you know, you, you, you oh, I think it's like birthing a baby, honestly. Really is. Yeah. And I mean, you put so much work into it. I've read mm -hmm. my book, you know, I mean, you know, there's just, there's the whole process and, and it's, it's long and it's tedious at times. Um, mm -hmm. But I feel like what I've tried to been telling myself is like, how many times am I going to do this in my life? I'm just going to yeah. enjoy every step of the process. So it's yeah. been, I've learned a lot um uh -huh. but it's been really nice and then I've met wonderful people like you because of it so it's been really cool yeah. yeah and and um Desiree's website is wonderful it's simply some simply sunsigns.com and and she has um links uh to with the cover of the book the artwork is absolutely gorgeous 
I will put um, a link uh, for that in the show notes because we're kind of early in the process really to even be talking about it but I want you all to get excited about it and pre-order it because pre-orders are so important for an author and the marketing process is a whole um, interesting thing as well I I presume you have they help with the marketing too yeah or give you guide give you guidance yeah yes Mm -hmm. yes and and I am learning so um from what I understand though yes pre-orders are so important and I didn't know how important they were of course until I I have my own book but Mm -hmm. they really do give um bookshops and um you know they give um my also my publisher an idea of how well the book will do and that kind of kind of sways them to spend more money on Mm -hmm. certain PR and marketing for my book itself so because obviously if there's great pre-sales that kind of uh you know gives them a precursor to oh this Mm -hmm. book is going to be popular maybe we should you know spend a little bit more marketing dollars to try to push this Mm -hmm. out so Mm -hmm. um so yes it's very important um and yeah and, and then you know the PR portion I haven't really got into quite yet but very soon I think I'm going to be working a little bit more. Um, some things that I've been doing, just like I've made some bookmarks, you oh. know, and they have like oh, a wow. QR code <laughs> on the back. Oh, and, Ooh, so you I did spend... way more than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought they were so cute and they, they were that expensive yeah. to make. And, and I'm going to Norwalk um, in Seattle uh-huh. at the end of May. And so instead of a business card, I was like, well, just make these little cute things to hand out. So, you know, um, I'm, you know, I'm going to get those made for going to the ESAR conference. I'm not taking my books. Right? I know you can, I know you can get your books on tables at conferences if, if anybody else wants to market yeah. books. But the conferences cost take a cut of the sales, and they also you have to carry the books to the conference, <laughs> if you, or or ship a whole box of books ahead of yourself. And right, and I think that is such a genius idea. So well done. Yeah. And this just yeah. takes them, you know, right to the site. You know, you know, it's just like when you yeah. go to a restaurant. And everyone oh, yeah. uses. I feel like um, people actually use QR codes more now because of the pandemic, because yeah, nobody has do. paper yeah. anywhere. So. Well, yeah, well so. and at, at one time, you used to have to have a, an app for a QR code reader and everything. Now it's just your camera. You just point Easy. it at it, isn't it? Anyway, so that, I'm going to take that hint. But when I was marketing my books, when I still am, but um, I'd get, I got a whole spreadsheet of suggested posts for social media and when to post and when to post this. And then, you know, I had to um, get early reviewers as well. So first endorsements, yeah, I had to approach people to endorse the book. And then I had to approach um, a certain number of people who got a free book in return for leaving um, a review so that on sale day there was all these reviews populated already so it's a whole business and even if uh, you know for any listeners if you decide to go for the self-publishing route you can learn a lot from our experience as well um, for that you know I'm uh, that's why I thought we'd do this call together a to show off Desiree and her book um, but b to talk about different publishing routes and how the time, how much time it takes and all you need to do. The marketing was a, as it was a whole thing. I had to schedule out posts 
um, for the actual publishing date, you're not there yet, really. So I had like four weeks before the published date and then and then two weeks after of scheduled posts. Now I just yeah. post it, about it regularly myself. But um, yeah. but they they were publishers requirements. So I don't know if Llewellyn does the same because there's nothing I'm, better than the author doing the right right yeah <laughs> yeah and and I think that um you know part of the part of what publishers look for is to see if you do have um you know a website um social mm -hmm. media things that mm -hmm. because like you're saying it's the best if the author does a lot of the marketing um yes. and so if you don't have those things and you want to be pub to um get published by a publisher rather than self-publish I would get all those things for sure, those ducks in a row, and then mm -hmm. submit and include your social channels and include your website and things like that. So, but if you do decide to self-publish, because some people, if they don't get picked up, they just really want their book out there. You've still got to market it too, or they oh, just yeah. sit there with two, with like maybe two reviews on there. <laughs> right, and I, I was thinking about self-publishing for a minute. Um, but I am not a very good at, I, I desperately need an editor. <laughs> I know Me you too. know I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we all do. I think everybody should. I, I think even the best books that have been self-published have people have paid an editor to edit yep. them before they send it out there because there's a lot of, of bad self-publishing, self-published books out there in, in all um genres not just astrology right but um for, for example um one of my favorite astrologers elders in kind of whatever Stephen Forrest um author of so many books Inner Sky Night Sky oh, all those yeah. he, oh I think I've got them all just about um his he kind of formed his own little self his own little publishing company yeah yeah um but he, yeah, he has an editor you know everybody everybody needs an editor you always Every, oh, we lost you. oh no we'll be back am i back yet i think you're back yeah 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 oh i think i, I was neptune neptune is making everything fuzzy <laughs> at the moment including me <laughs> <laughs> oh so, <laughs> so um how else can people work with you though desiree do you, you do readings i assume you're most interested in kind of relationship astrology though that's kind of my yeah. least favorite to be honest <laughs> um yeah I, I i do it <laughs> right now my books are closed um they've been closed for a while i'm not sure when i'm gonna open them back up um you know energetically with the book um i've just been um a little short on time and so mm -hmm. I haven't really opened up my books for readings yet um, but I do always find time to write um, because I usually write during my baby's nap so um, mm -hmm. my schedule is just really tight so and um, you know a lot of people like to do live readings um, and so my schedule unfortunately just does not allow for it so my books are closed now but if I ever get some more time you know, sign up for my emails. I always let people know when my books are back open. Mm -hmm. So, um, mm -hmm. but yes, I, 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 I do. I love doing synastry readings. Um, they're my, they're my specialty. 
Um, not so much composite. I don't offer a composite rating. I know how to read a composite chart, but I feel like um, I get more out of a reading looking at a synastry chart, in my personal opinion. I think composite, you can get a lot of info from it, but um, synastry is, I, is more so where... Um, I prefer the two charts and looking how yeah. they inter in and looking how they interact with each other yeah I've right. looked at right. I, I've had I have I have looked at composite charts but very rarely in a reading actually um I usually just look at them right. separate personally yeah and I do right. less with yeah them. I do I do more just um the individual's readings but um but as of course some people ask me to look at their partners or or ask me to do them together and I have done them but um Desiree you you know your life your life will change over time as I know having had children and been married myself and things you know the kids move on to school and more time opens up and different things different focus so um if you're interested yeah. in Desiree's work of course buy her book <laughs> follow her follow follow her on social media so you know do you write I know we've met on Instagram do you write anywhere else as astrology posts so yes on my on my website um I always post a monthly forecast so I have mm -hmm. um you know I do which is funny because I swore I was never going to do that and then I started to do it about a year ago and now I love doing it uh -huh. um and because keeping up with transits is is a ton of work um but I have just found a lot of love for it and mm -hmm. uh, it just is very popular people really want to know what is going on right now in the sky and trying and, and I feel like a lot of people are really learning how to um correlate that to their own chart so mm -hmm. um it's so funny because I mean astrology was not this mainstream Oh, not yeah. even five years ago so um it's yeah. very much so recently been um and I'm so impressed with how much people know um and so mm -hmm. people want a little bit more than just the surface level so I think the transits is something that's really popular so I do cover weekly transits monthly transits mm. and I write about them on my website um I have over you know 500 articles right now on my website that I've been just writing over the past decade um, so you can mm -hmm. definitely go look around on there and maybe find some mm -hmm. stuff that you find interesting. Actually, I wrote a, uh, not too long ago, we were just kind of talking about this was uh, how you're not a cusp sign. So if you want to yes. learn about that, <laughs> I have a whole article about why you're not a cusp sign. So like things <laughs> like that. Um, I write it's about. It's funny. I'm not going to name the book, but um, oh. <laughs> I was reading. I was because because uh, yeah, it is a good book in other ways. But I was reading something to Desiree about her own birthday on on the book, and and it talked about the cusp for the day she was born. And I was like, no, 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 you're either one or the other. <laughs> yeah, and I said yes. I know. <laughs> um, and people will fight me about this all the time. Oh, but, um, me too. Right. Me too. Well, and, 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 you know, that we could probably talk about this for an hour, but, you know, and, and again, we were talking about personal planets, the personal planets travel typically pretty close together. So yeah. I feel like that's why people like for myself, feel. for example, I was born on the 
cusp of, of um, you know, uh, Scorpio and Sagittarius, then I have a lot of Scorpio in my chart and a lot of Sagittarius in my chart. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I was born when the sun was in Scorpio. So I am a Scorpio. <laughs> I, that's, that's exactly why I think people think they're on the cusp because they're usually going to have like Mercury or Venus, particularly either in the same sign, the sign before or the sign after. And, and so always. that's almost always. And so mm -hmm. that's why people think they're on the cusp because they may have the sun at zero or 29 degrees of a sign and then their Mercury and Venus are in the other signs. So like me, I have, exactly. a late, I have a late deacon sun and my sun is, and two, my, also depends what house I think your sun lies in. If your sun is mm -hmm. in the 12th house, the 8th house, the 4th house, you may not relate to your sun because it's, um, it's a little bit more hidden. And then if mm -hmm. you have, you know, your, like me, all of my Sagittarius, which is my rising sign in my first house, that's how I come off to people. That's how people view me, see yeah. me. I'm still a Scorpio. <laughs> so I have a, I, oh. I've gone unstable. Hang on a second. Stop the internet. I have a cuspy daughter. Only she's not cusp because I don't believe in cusps. Um, <laughs> she was born on June the twenty first, and she is zero Cancer. She is, and she is Cancer through and through. She is not Gemini. Oh, oh, I got you back. back. You're back. Yeah, I'm just saying he's not Gemini. Oh, my daughter. She's zero. Oh. Bear with us one second. If you come back, um, internet problems can no control over them, but she will be back. Da, da, da. There you go. There you oh, are. There you are. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just have to be patient sometimes on this. Yeah, that's on, okay. On Zoom. Yeah, it's my daughter, my youngest daughter. She's she was born on June twenty first, and she is zero cancer and. And, and um, you know, the, the solstice was that day that she was born. And, but she is definitely cancer. She is oh, yeah. Cancer. That's a really cool day to yeah. be born is on the summer solstice. Yeah, longest yeah. day of the year. Lots of sunshine. Yeah. Oh, it was lovely. I had her yeah. at home in, in, a, in a birthing pool. That's amazing. With the, with the, with the birds singing outside. Oh. Five past five in the afternoon. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's beautiful that's so nice it's a, such a cool birthday to have that's really good I know nice. typical astrologer though I had my eye on the clock <laughs> I okay so my birth story was not as lovely as yours um but oh my my first one wasn't oh I still had <laughs> I still had my eye on the clock <laughs> yeah, well so I, um, I was, uh, I, I, my labor was two days long with my son and it ended up in, um, in me having to have a surgical birth, but, um, and so I hadn't had my phone for probably almost an entire day. And I remember getting rolled into the room and, um, everything was done and I was finally back in the room and I looked at my husband and we hadn't slept in, in 48 hours. And he said, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Which, and I said, wait, what time was he born? What exact time? And the nurse was like, oh, around 9.30 p.m. And I said, no, 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 no. What was his no. exact time of birth? What was his exact time of birth? And my husband is looking at me and he's just mortified because he knows what I'm doing. He's like, you can't wait. You haven't slept in two days. You're on a bunch of drugs right now. And I'm like, 
no, so my phone was wait. dead. <laughs> my phone was completely dead. I'm like, go find my charger. I need my charger because I wanted to look at his birth chart. Um, so I finally pulled up and um, it's so funny. I is at um, zero degrees Sagittarius, which is exactly conjunct my rising. So, ooh, cool. So I think he wanted a Sagittarius moon and that's why he waited the two days. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think babies know. Moon. Yeah. I think know. so. I, th I think souls know when they want to be born. My daughter was 10 days late and she did not want to be a Gemini. Yeah. My son no. was 14 days late and he yeah. clearly wanted a Sagittarius moon. So. <laughs> yeah. And, and well, my daughter's Aquarius moon with Uranus conjunct in the third. Oh, day. That's fun. She's very, she's very interesting. She's lovely. She but she's very unique. <laughs> I bet she is. I bet she oh, is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> and her sun sign is exactly square my nose. So. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes that's how it works out. Yep. Yep. So relationship charts, talking about relationships and sinistry, you, you can do it with your children too. So, you know, one day when Desiree does start opening up her books again, you can do it with, you know, not just love interests. So yeah. um, you can you can use Desiree's book for, you know, your relationship with your children or all significant people in your life. Um, I think we all tend to go immediately to a love interest, you know, with those kind of yeah. compatibility books. But compatibility um, matters in all areas of life. So yeah. I'm I'm really excited for the book and I will be um I will be talking about it a lot <laughs> when it's actually published. In fact, they should send me a copy, I think. <laughs> uh, of course you're gonna get a copy. You're on the cover. You get as many copies as you would like. And I will probably I will probably do a giveaway when it's ready as well. Oh too. yeah. Maybe yeah. we can do one together. I mean that would be yeah, wonderful. I think I think we should, yeah, because, you know, I, I don't know that many people who've, um, most of my astrologer friends have written the kind of the more advanced books, I would say now, um, I, you know, we've moved on to reading the Chris Brennan's um, Hellenistic astrology books and things, whereas um, our books are, you know, for really for beginners and mm -hmm. intermediate and anybody that just wants more information, so. yeah. So Agreed. is there anything else? Yeah. No, I mean, else? I just, well, I just yeah. wanted to say too, how much I loved your books. Um, you know, Thank I you. was kind of saying, you know, before um, we got on, we started recording that I am not a tarot reader. Obviously I know a lot about enough about mm -hmm. tarot to be dangerous, but I don't, um, I don't practice, but um, you know, I think astrology and tarot always are always very closely connected. Um, and I have a lot of astrology friends that uh, are tarot readers. Um, but mm. what I loved about your book is I obviously know a lot about astrology. So the fact that the book connected the two made it so, so easy for me to mm. understand tarot in a much different way. Um, mm. So I think that your book, like I was saying, is fantastic for both tarot readers who want to know more about astrology and then astrologers who want to know more about tarot um mm -hmm. I loved the pictures I loved the fact that 
you um, assign, you know, not only a planet, but also an element, because I love using elements in reading. Oh, me too, me too. It gives you <laughs> a tangible, um, a tangible way to understand something, because you know what an element feels like, smells like, looks like, and I feel yeah. like it just makes it really understandable. So, so for me, um, and then I loved that you used colors to also make it really mm. tangible as well. Um, and then I even found myself connecting to some of the cards, like in my own birth mm. chart. Um, so I don't know. I, I loved it. Um, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it'll be a raging success. Like your first book is, um, but yeah, it's beautiful and it's beautiful. The color, like it's printed <laughs> so beautifully and all the pictures and, um, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, great publishers, but but all the writing, <laughs> they they did all the art. They did all the artwork. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is just really really well put together and very easy to read. And um, I even find myself, you know, when I see something online about tarot or whatever, um, I, I I see myself, you know, using your. I just I'm like, oh, let me go look that card up, and um, yeah. it's very easy for me to understand because of the us uh, the astrology that's in it. I love it. It's great. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. Now tell everybody where they can find you. I did the website simply sunsigns.com and I will put a link to that in the show notes. But um, where else? Uh, Instagram? Instagram, yep. Um, so my handle is at simply sunsigns. So easy enough. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm mostly active on Instagram. And then I also um, sign up for my emails and that's, you mm. can find that right on my website. I promise I do not send a lot. I only send one every Sunday, just kind of with like a <laughs> recap of the week. Um, and then if anything is important, you know, like when I had my pre my book for pre-sale, I sent an email about that. So just the important stuff, but yeah. um, I promise you, I don't bombard you. So if you are interested mm -hmm. in signing up for my emails, that's a great place to start. And then following me on Instagram. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Awesome. And if any of Desiree's friends are watching, I'm Cosmic Owl Astrology on Instagram and Facebook. I use Facebook a lot too. So uh, come follow me as well, because I think we're probably going to, you know, be friends for a long time. New yes, astrology so friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a real pleasure having tea with you, Desiree. Oh, yeah. I'm all, I forgot about my tea. We've been talking so much. It's probably cold now. <laughs> and everybody go or pre-order that book is it available now pre-order it is available yeah. now for for pre-order um amazon books a million burns and noble all yeah. the places all major sites so and then when you get the book and when it's been published uh, please leave her a review i've learned how important reviews are to algorithms um please always consider leaving book reviews now for authors because I didn't realize how important they were until I was an author. So. <laughs> All right, Cesare, thank you. Thank you, Louise. <laughs>